Pew, 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 Bottom Nation, what is up, Bottom Nation? A few things. Merch is back. AshleyGavin.com or we're having GaySex.com. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash WHGS. I'm going to be doing a special, um, and we're funding it on there, and lots of bonus content. We're, we're making much more YouTube com- content. We're bringing on new team members. We're moving into a studio. Now is the time. If you're like, oh, I've been listening a while, I'd like to donate one dollar and we have a sale on the annual subscriptions so ten dollars a year um would really really help right now so patreon.com slash whs tour dates uh charlotte philly minneapolis milwaukee ohio all kinds of places and i will text you when i'm coming so you never have to listen to this again just go sign up for the text list and you can ignore this for the rest of your life and just a general thank you for everyone who's been coming to shows. They've been so fun. They've been so amazing. What a gift to be able to go to a place like Des Moines and do a sold-out show. Thank you. It's so fun. And then this week, we have our first Olympian, Olympic silver medalist, Erica Sullivan. Wow. A swimmer for the United States Olympic team. Uh, just came off from nationals. What an incredible guest. We talk about her rigorous schedule, scheduling in sex, feeling like she went from bottom to top because of all the time that she was spending swimming, just feeling like she wanted to lie down until that kind of wrapped up a little bit and she could get a little more toppy. And we talk about sex in the Olympic Village. Great episode. I can't believe we're... Thank you. Thank you. An Olympian. Did you ever think the We're Having Gay Sex podcast would be up on the podium? We're up on the podium, bottoms. You... Bottom Nation. We should come up with a national anthem for Bottom Nation to have up on the podium. The best bottoms in the world. My bottoms. All right. I have to stop. I think, like, one thing you learn about being in, like, swim is, like, the water is disgusting. Because, like, we're not allowed to, like, get out and go to, like, take a pee break in the middle of practice. So you just pee in the water. Like, that's such a normal thing. Everyone's everyone's peeing in the pool. This is, like, a whole new... I, no one is talking about this. I, I don't think you understand, like, even in the Olympic pool, like, all of us have peed in the Olympic pool. Every single one of us. So there's so much piss play going on at the Olympics, is what you're trying oh, to tell me. for sure. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I got to start by saying that a few people, Brie, they wrote in and they they were upset that the birders were called out. Oh, <laughs> I had a okay. few bird watching people right in. Erica, are you caught up? Because you're a listener. No, I'm not caught up. I'm uh, so I've been in Irvine Nationals for like training for Nationals for like the last like three weeks now. So I'm like three episodes behind. Okay, way to flex on why you're behind on the podcast. I'm I'm in a <laughs> national swimming competition. Um, I don't have time to listen to your garbage. So did you did you even know that Bree was here? No, surprise, no, I, <laughs> surprise. Kate's working on some projects, so Kate uh, very sadly has left the podcast and Brie is filling in in the meantime. And I'm just okay, here offending okay. birders across the nation. Yes. The, the bird watching community is passionate. They, they are, are. They're really passionate, and I'm not sure that they, oh, how do I say this without offending the bird community, the bird community, the bird watching community, <laughs> myself, 
<laughs> the birds are also pissed. The birds are say. the birds are very pissed because <laughs> birds are very voyeuristic. They like yeah. to be watched. That's why they're the only type of animal. No one goes pig watching. You go bird watching. <laughs> no, I actually had some DMs too. I had what some DMs say? of people saying, um, hey, listen, I listened to the pod and I I like to watch birds. So I just, you know, I was really enjoying you temp co-hosting until I heard that you hate me as a bird watcher. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to double down here. I do. And then I just blocked all of them. I just blocked all of them. <laughs> the, <laughs> other, the other far less prevalent write-in that I got is that you're roasty. Like you roast the shit out of me. And and some yeah. people were worried. They were like, are you okay? They're like, can like, you handle that? Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is people, some people are very sensitive to that type of humor. Yeah. I'm not. It is my yes. love language to be roasted. And I know you're not. That's why yeah. I can... I'm just doming you every episode. You like and I, am, I know you I like am it. bent over, Brie. I'm bent over. <laughs> you're, topping, Brie. you're topping the shit out of Ashley. <laughs> exactly. And I'm loving every now and then. I'm tired of topping the podcast. That's why I brought in Brie. <laughs> you get to pillow princess it up. Yes. Oh, my God. I would Ash love gets that. Re- just lay back and relax for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I... I fucking wish. Oh, my God. I wish I could just let life top me right now. But unfortunately, I have been raw dogging life so fucking hard. I'm sore. I'm, my hips are sore. Please, I'm you're, tired. You're waking, up, you're waking up in the morning. You can't walk to the bathroom. Yes, yes exactly. Anyway, so thank you, Erica. We haven't even introduced Erica, who I've mostly introduced as a listener. But that is the least important thing that they do. We have our, I wish I had the soundboard here. We have our first ever Olympian on the fucking podcast today. That is wild. A silver medalist swimmer for Team USA. And I used to be proud of that. Give it up. (laughs) It's true. It's so true. I know. America's on fire, but at least we have a gay silver medalist. A lot of gay athletes, I'm sure. I would love to talk about that. Erica Sullivan is in the pod today in the studio. Thank you for Hello. doing this. No, thank you for having me. Like when I saw you followed me, I was like, oh my God. I put it on like my private Snapchat story and oh. all of my little lesbian, which is a very niche group, but my lesbian swimmer friends were like, oh my God, you have to go on the podcast. I was like, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Is it a niche group? Because I <laughs> was on. <laughs> I'm like, is it though? Is it? <laughs> Erica, I creeped your Instagram and I was trying to guess based on faces who was gay in all your cool group athlete photos. It looked I love like that a lot of gay faces. Gay, gay face analysis. I, I totally I, agree with gay face analysis. Just FYI. Yeah. So it's funny you say that because my girlfriend also says the same thing where like my house that I live in, which is full of swimmers, they're like, oh, like everyone in that house is gay. But there is actually only one other gay person on my swim team. So this this is the thing about female athletes, like because mm. uh, I'm I'm a season ticket holder for the WNBA, the Liberty Go Lib. Um, oh, that's I, sick. Oh, Bree, you gotta come to New York. We gotta go to a game if they make the playoffs. Oh my god, I would love that. York, we gotta go to a game. But so oh, yeah. many of them are straight, but because they kind of exist in a field that is outside mm-hmm. of the male gaze. Like, it's very intimidating, I think, for men to date a female athlete, a very physically strong, 
often tall, you know, like just not the not what the male gaze typically promotes and also like a really intense type a like type of person i would imagine like oh yeah so you're we're all all the lesbians we're reading them as gay but the reality is this is just a straight woman living outside of the lens of the male gaze which is how lesbians often live you know you see what i'm saying there's a lot of words but yeah yeah we we got there cool thank you (laughs) brick Keeping a word no, I count. agree. Okay, here's the thing. I am not athletic at all. So I am in awe of anyone who's athletic and you're like the top tier. So this is amazing. But to give you a little, of the century. Little, little, a little insight, when I was in high school, I joined the soccer team as an assistant so that I could just come on the trips with the, yes. with the women's soccer yes. team. Yes, I was so like, gay. I'm gay and I need to get in here somehow, but I literally like, cannot. I function. need a way in. Like, yes. You need waters. Waters so you for were just, anyone. You were like running over with the water bottle. Can I spray you? Do you do you want to be <laughs> sprayed down? I was literally the ball bitch. I was like the one that taking in all the balls and the little cones to practice. I just You're wanted like to be over like and they're like, Do you need help? You're like, Don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> exactly. I just wanted to be included. So that's my um that's my connection to sports. God, I love that mm-hmm. so much. But mm-hmm. Erica, do you do you find that that's true that like what what are the straight women saying about dating? Is it hard? Straight athletes. Uh they usually stay in the athlete field. I feel like one common trait within athletes are like we are one pretentious group of women. <laughs> we they we think we're better than like everyone. So you are. like <laughs> You are, it's just yeah. like like we're it's like so much of like <laughs> d1 athlete blood so like you stay within d1 athletes but Got they it. just date like really that. shitty men like come on like yeah d1 basketball think... players d1 football players like they're horrible yeah i would think that <laughs> I you have this. some of like the most strong feminist like energy as far as straight women are con- concerned and then you have like some of the Broiest, douchiest man. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry like, if you're a man listening to this and you're also a D1 <laughs> athlete. I find it hard to believe that there's even one. Like, look, I love my straight male listeners, but I really don't think that you guys are D1 athletes. I don't think you're listening. I don't right think now. that's the demographic. No, no that is not the demographic. My male listeners are are betas, a hundred percent. They're shrimpy, <laughs> shrimpy little bottom bitches. They love to get pegged, and we love them for that. <sighs> but they're douchey guys. They're the worst. And like, we'll have like my teammates who can like you know, like squat a hundred kilograms, like it's nobody's business effortlessly. And they're like crying over getting ghosted over this like skinny legged basketball boy. I'm like, come on, you're better than this. Yes. Not succumb to these norms. (laughs) You're better than this. Eat some pussy. Uh, (laughs) um, Well, I'm just so glad that you're here. So wait, can I, I have a couple questions Mm -hmm. because you lived in the Olympic village. Is there as much sex that there that is has been written about? Because people talk about banging in the Olympic Village. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to say because I was in a COVID year, it was like not oh. as relevant. But like some girls got down and dirty, like making out with Aussie boys on concrete slabs, like like because you can't really go into each other's rooms. So like you're like outside in the village. It felt okay. very like middle school in like a playground. And also wow. like the people are like very hot. 
Like everyone is so fucking hot. I was just like, I'd also like to clarify for this imagery in my mind that everyone's on these concrete slabs and they're all super hot. Well, they're in their peak physical shape yeah. of their entire life. And then I'm also sure that after you finish your event, there's like a pressure valve release. Like you, you finish oh, your yeah. event and the thing you've been working for literally your whole life is over. And now you, now you can come. Like now, <laughs> yes. now you can really like, let loose. You don't want to worry about getting sick. You can eat ass. Like the three years <laughs> of training for the Olympics was like the most intense edging of my life. Yes. <laughs> like yes. it was, it was horrific. So when it was finally over, yeah, it just felt like we could breathe again. And like everyone, most people in my friend group on the Olympic team were in like their twenties and their late teens. So we're in our college years. And it just finally felt like we can actually be like college kids. And it was like summer camp. It fully turned into like Olympics with like really disciplined athletes to like summer camp where it was just chaos. Did you did you have like a sex schedule? Could you not fuck on certain days? Um, (laughs) Like during training? Yeah. I was living at home until the age of 20 to train. So I was pretty much celibate. Like me getting laid was maybe like a once or twice a year occasion. It was a little treat to get me going. Wow. See, sex is my Olympics. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh my God. No, dry humping is your Olympics. (laughs) You're right. Be specific. I have to be specific and dry. I no, I I do enjoy. I do enjoy. You guys can't see it. I do. I I think I I have a strong forearm. Mm. Oh God. I'm sorry. Cut Alex. Mm Don't cut, but cut. Alex, I acknowledge <laughs> that this should be cut, but do not cut. Um, I have to ask, like, one of the things that I really connect with athletes on is that I have goals that no one understands. And, mm. you know, comedy is in a weird way similar because you are working a muscle. You're working a very specific routine. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. mm-hmm. perfecting things like you're you're watching back tape you like look at it and you're like oh how can I make changes to make this better yeah and I understand what you're doing is much harder than what I do but (laughs) but I really I feel like I have always wanted to talk to athletes about their training because I so identify with that unquenchable drive yeah But one of the differences is you guys have objective clocks and medals Mm -hmm. and I don't have as much of that so in my mind mine never ends and you guys have this different problem where you get to this point and then you're like oh what's the higher level yeah what 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 do I do with this now so I'm curious about like how it felt you know winning a medal and then how do you feel after you know what I mean yeah I feel like it was crazy because I feel like my experience was an experience that not a lot of people had in the village around the swim team where like not only did I win the medal but like my social media like blew up for a little bit like the lesbians and the Taylor Swift fans found me and (laughs) my life was a whirlwind for the next two weeks wait why the Taylor Swift fans well they found out that I was a gayler which is like someone who believes that Taylor Swift is gay Uh, who doesn't Right. We all well, gamers? that's what I thought. And apologies then, you know, people... to the Taylor Swift. I'd love to have you on my podcast when you inevitably come out. 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, so the the the, the pro Gaylor stands were like, yeah, I love her, and then the anti Gaylor stands were like, shut up, you're no one. So it was just like, wow, yeah. yeah the Swifties so, go hard with their beliefs. Swifties go crazy, and so mm-hmm. that happened. I come home, uh, back to Vegas. Just won a medal a week ago. I turned 21 in my hometown of Las Vegas. Go crazy. Yeah. Um, and then I pack up my bag and start college in Texas. And so there was just like a month there where I was just moving and nothing was processing. Like it just yeah. felt like I was high for the entire duration of it. Yeah. Like from the minute I won my medal to me getting an agent to signing deals to like starting school, none of it was real. It was a dream. Yeah. And so yeah, I feel like I hit a point where I kind of got in the flow of things. And like I said, like it, it, and I feel like, like, I feel like people are like, wow, Olympic medalist, like you must get clout. It's really not. I sit in class every single day and I'm just yeah hanging out. I'm, I'm still struggling. I mean, I have a girlfriend now, but like, even, yeah. even before the girlfriend, I wasn't getting bitches. I really wasn't. What? No, that is such an overhyped stereotype. I think it's this very specific type of fame where you have this this short burst because unfortunately, like there are certain sports that Americans don't care about the other three years or even right. the other three years and 300 days. Like literally. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here and taking the time. Yeah. And I got a, I guess we'll get into the gay sex. We're in the apartment. We're how we didn't do intros. <laughs> <sighs> I was just going to remind you. I was like, hold on. Thank you. We forgot pronouns, intros, who the fuck yes, we all, all are. Of it. I also said we're in the apartment and I am in a hotel in Omaha. We are not in the apartment. We are Omaha. having gay sex. I have trauma with Omaha. That's where I had my <laughs> Olympic trials. And that was the most stressful week of my life. Why would they do that in Omaha? Why in am Omaha, I Omaha, Nebraska. That's, it's just a terrible city to do it in. Okay, to be fair, uh, Omaha is great. And come to my show. Thank you very much. I love being here. I want to come back next year. I'm, I'm sorry, people of Omaha. I have immense trauma due to Olympic trials. I'm pretty sure the gay people in Omaha also have immense Omaha-related trauma. But Definitely. I got to get into it. Uh, we're having gay sex with Erica Sullivan, Olympian. And Gaylor. I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> um, I'm Ashley. I'm a cis gay white woman. She, her pronouns. The tour is massive. I'm in Omaha. Please sign up for my text list. Um, don't use the website to remind yourself. Don't use social media. I get banned all the time. Use the text list. Use the email list. Please, for the love of fucking God. And <laughs> patreon.com slash WHGS. You get bonus episodes. And I'm expanding my team and I could really use the help. So if you can donate just $1, we're hiring two new people. So this is nuts. So uh, and it's to do things for you, like create a special um, to pitch my TV show. Like that's what it's going towards, going more content for you. OK, was that good, Bree? Was that pitch good? That was beautiful. OK, you hit all the hit all the stops. Thank you you. could have bullied s- people a little harder on the text list, in look, my opinion. Look, but... you little bitch. Um, <laughs> Bree, I wrote a song for you today. Oh, I'm so excited. Let's hear it. <laughs> I don't know if I remember it. And this it feels very fuck? vulnerable. OK, I wrote it a few weeks ago figure it out she's a good girl yeah her girlfriend plays hockey <laughs> loves canada oh and this podcast too she's a good girl she's gonna keep me from getting canceled <laughs> <I can't. laughs> 
but you'll probably oh, fail okay. because no. I am an ass. <laughs> she is Brie. Okay, holy shit! This slaps. This We're is Brie so good. Fallen. <laughs> okay, no, One that more. was we love oh, oh. Brie. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, I think you should have cut it the line before, but we're breathe okay. yep. All right, that's that's my breathe. It's Brienne Williamson. <laughs> uh, that was incredible on so many levels. I was listening to Tom Petty, obviously. I love that. Uh, that was beautiful. Um, Thank you so much. Do you mind introducing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do I follow that? Okay. You don't. You quit. That's what you do. You say I'm not, I cannot be affiliated with yeah, this. This is nothing it. you can do. <laughs> I think Ash might be in love with me. <laughs> I'm in love with you. <laughs> the fact that she just sang that song for me. And also you said I wrote this a few weeks ago. I'm <laughs> <laughs> holding on to this. I'm Brian Williamson. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a cis lesbian from Canada, and you can find me everywhere at Brian Williamson. Maybe our last episode of the Breezin. It's the end of the breezing. The snow is melting. The the flowers are blooming. People are starting to bird watch again. (laughs) And so therefore, it's time time for Brie to go. But I think Brie will be back because I don't really have a solution to the (laughs) co-host problem yet. (laughs) So Brie might be back. Listen to her fucking podcast. I can explain podcast. Erica, do you mind introducing yourself with all the things that people should know about you? Yeah, my name is Eric Sullivan. I'm an Olympic silver medalist in the 1500 meter freestyle. Uh, I am a cis uh, white lesbian, uh, with the pr- actually Asian American lesbian. Forgot the Japanese. I there. was about to say, but, I'm pretty sure you're Asian, but I wasn't going to be that person. <laughs> I, I, got, I do. My mom, my mom would be really disappointed in me. I do got a, I do got a lot of Asian in there, um, but I go by pronouns she, her. Can you imagine if I jumped in and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Erica, actually, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> Erica, you're wrong about your race. I, I believe you're Asian, and so therefore you are Asian. Yeah, I did my research. You're Asian. Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, my Instagram is at Erica Sully. My Twitter is Erica underscore Sully, and my TikTok is Erica Sully. So if you get a combo of one of those, you'll find me. And and what a gift! What a gift to be working with a with an athlete so cool i'm really excited um that's all you are to me and asian so uh, let's <laughs> oh my get God. asian asian athlete gayler <laughs> i think this how, is where i'm supposed to step in is the yes. cancel <laughs> cancel counselor or whatever the hell you chancellor of chancellor counselor. there you go i ha- <laughs> yeah this would be a moment for you to go ashley yeah. <laughs> And then I go, okay. (laughs) Uh, So I think there's probably time for me to tell this story, but I want to do it succinctly. Which what does succinctly mean? Like quickly, like as 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 short as possible with all the correct information. Short and sweet. Yeah, got it. So I went on vacation, and I I went with a with a girl, and it was really fun. You went with a girl? Yes, I went with a girl. You did not tell me this. I know because there's like there's like a little bit of tea behind it and I I can't I can't uh, get uh, into it. You didn't even tell me That's this. So ominous. I'm supposed to be your best friend. I didn't tell anyone. I like told nobody. What the? Heck? My sister was like 
I'm not even going to say where I went. I'm going to let Erica decide where I went. I went to a great island vacation spot. It had a little bit of everything. It had history. I, we went like to, to the beach. We went hiking. We, you know, all the stuff. Where, where did we go on vacation, Erica? This is Jeopardy now. I don't, oh, I wish I had Did you, passport. can I, did you have a passport? It's 20 questions just about where I went. Yes, I I brought a passport. There was inner The reason I can't say is because it might give away who I went with. What? Oh my god, I'm so confused. I'm gonna do some sleuthing later and try to figure this out. Was it um buzzing? Was it Cabo? Uh, I'm gonna say it was Cabo. (laughs) Just for the it makes sense for it to be Cabo. I I went to Cabo with a girl. I went to Cabo. It wasn't Cabo, people. We're going to convene in my DMs and we're going to figure this out together. No, please don't try and figure it out. Honestly, (laughs) I just need some privacy. Please don't try and figure this out. Birders, get in my DMs. We're going to figure this out. It's the last (laughs) thing we do. Get the birders. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I went to Cabo. And the reason is because this woman has ties to the area. That's why I'm and I just don't want people to figure out who she is. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Don't figure it out. Okay. okay. No one's no one's figuring it out. You posted okay. one picture from the whole Literally freaking ev- vacation. Everybody is like, what got that? <laughs> everyone's Googling. So I went and <laughs> because she is ties to the area, she was still working. So okay. when when I got there, she had one or two days where she had to work remotely. But also, I hadn't seen her in a while, and I was on vacation, and I'm doing my, my – I just won the Olympic silver medal. I've gotten through years of training. I'm very pent-up stress. <laughs> I have to let loose. She's super attractive. And I was like, we wanted to have sex. We wanted to have sex so bad. And so okay. she was like, look, I've got meetings today, but I don't have to participate. So oh. let's just turn off the camera. Muted. Oh my god. And we had we did have we did in fact have a soundtrack of a corporate Zoom meeting on in no. the background. Yes. And did look, she have to like shake the mouse every once in a while? Yeah, and like to like No, that's what the bed was for. What if like she thought she heard her name? Like you pause and look over like Yes, Erica, exactly. If that was the thing. But she was like, no, these are huge meetings with so many people. There's like not going to, they're not going to like, you know. I do not t- trust technology enough. I, I would have been paranoid the whole time. No, I know my camera would accidentally be on. I know. She was literally like, she was like on top of me and it'd be like, can we just pause for one second? Because it feels like this might be pertinent information for your job. Like I, I, I was freaking out. Oh my God. I also feel like this is a borderline cancelable offense, but I want everyone to know okay. that the camera was not facing us. So if the camera had turned on, okay. there would have been a shot of the ceiling, not two okay. lesbians having sex. What if the audio turned on and it was just that, your uh, jeans on, on her jeans yeah. <laughs> against each other? They're like, is someone trying to is someone trying to light a match? I hear the sound of intense dry, dry friction. Is that an explosion I'm hearing? And a good girl every now now and again just sprinkled in. We were being pretty quiet because I was being pretty quiet. Because I was like okay. whispering. So I I do feel that had it accidentally turned on, we would have been fine. 
because oh I was so uncomfortable, but also ragingly horny. So had you guys ever had sex before? Yeah. We, yeah. Okay. So this wasn't like the first time or first. No, meeting. but it had been okay. a while. Terrible first time. That'd be a very yeah, like, what? first time. Yeah. You hear the sound of some guy named like Dave in the background <laughs> being like, we didn't meet our quotas for the month. <laughs> I mean, it was truly listening to that and also having just really good sex and also it was it was more like i will say it wasn't total sex like it was the with lesbian sex the lines between foreplay and sex i know are incredibly blurry but to me it felt like light like we were messing around and we knew later after these meetings there would be more you know what i mean and and this is where it gets really funny (laughs) there was a there was a second meeting no what are you about to say? Where the newcomers on the team no. were doing two truths and a lie. And no. so no. And so we were we were having sex to people being like no. I was born and raised in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, the most boring two truths and a lie too, because it's like corporate two truths and a lie. Yeah. I've won a chili competition. <laughs> I've gone oh skydiving. Also, these poor people trying to make a good impression. And y'all are just <laughs> fucking. I mean, they're listening way, to their truths and lies. In that way, they made a great impression. And then the girl that I was, because I was having a great time. And then the girl I'm with is like, I'm having sex right now. <laughs> um, but Oh, do you guys, oh, Brie, I'm getting the vibe that you think this is ethically wrong. <laughs> Was this ethically wrong? I don't know. I don't know. if. Yeah, I think, well, I think so on certain levels for sure. <laughs> but I mean, it sounds fun. It sounds like a fun time. And like, really, who cares? Like, if she's not running the meeting, like. No, she's, she's not, not running actually the meeting. engaging with these people, then like, that's you know whatever i feel feel like like, i feel like that's a pretty common thing too like within like college students in like the zoom class era like i'm sure that's happened yeah oh my god like none of our like it got to the point where like last year like our professors required like a camera on policy yeah not me clutching my pearls at all the college students fucking while the zoom classes are on i know because we're we're millennials we didn't we never had pandemic era to me this is now like pan- a new form of risky borderline public sex. Like you yeah, can go and totally. have sex in a locked bathroom. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and someone's going to knock at the door. And instead yeah. the knock at the door is Lisa, Lisa, you've been muted for half an hour. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa. That's Lisa. so true. You know what I mean? To me, yes, that's what it felt like. Like I knew I was doing something risky, mm-hmm. but I also had a hundred percent confidence I wouldn't get caught. You know what I it's mean? It's like because vanilla like, voyeurism. <laughs> it's like bird watching in a way because <laughs> because A, oh birds trip. That's a well-known fact. And B, <laughs> they do. They both have cloacas and they rub their... Okay, no. What a do you cloaca? think, Erica? What the fuck is a cloaca? A cloaca. I, have minimal, I have minimal bird education. Um, Thank God, so, Erica, we can be friends. <laughs> okay, to the birding community, I see you are valid. <laughs> I have not gone birding, but I have investigated going birding. And Which is I think almost birds, worse. Yes. The investigation of the birding is I've looked into it. A lot. 
yeah. I, I, and uh, I see you and you are valid and Brie is just joking. She's a very dry <laughs> Canadian sense of humor. Okay. All right. Everyone calm down. Um, but Erica, do you think what I did was unethical? I mean, like, it, it just makes sense. Like, you got to do what you got. You're on vacation. There are no rules when you're on vacation. <laughs> you can flash a corporate meeting when you're on you... vacation. Exactly. Titties out on the Zoom. Like, yes. <laughs> no rules. Yeah. Um, there was one thing I wanted to say. There were the funniest moments were that the meeting was big enough that most people, well, what would happen was the boss would be like, okay, everyone gets to ask one question about the two truths and a lie. And then, of course, I had questions. Oh, my Because I'm trying God. to guess the lie. <laughs> I you're, know. You're, you're playing two games. You're, yes. The one is bad and the two truths and the lie. Yes. Totally. And so I want to know, you know, what's the lie. So when the person is like, oh, you know, I want a chili competition. I want to be like, well, what kind of beans are in there? You know what I mean? I want ingredients. What's the, oh, what's the secret Jesus. sauce? And questions about beans during sex is just there's something very wrong there's something very wrong with that i'm flicking the bean i want to know is it a pinto <laughs> is it a black do we got a garbanzo what are we working with here uh, exactly so then i'm like chat use the chat type in the oh questions so she got to participate a little bit with <laughs> lucky her lucky her i she, let her participate definitely, definitely what she wanted to do yeah i let her do her job and now i'm worried that i'm gonna have a pavlovian response to two truths and a lie you know what i mean oh yeah that's so now, true you know how everyone jokes about the foot fetishes like oh it started as a joke and i i can't come unless someone's like all right um <laughs> I can skateboard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your foreplay is just two truths and a lie. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're like, I need another question. I need another yeah. question. I'm not ready. Right, Give right, me another right. one. Um, well, that's my, that's my gay sex <laughs> from this week. That, uh, that does sound fun. Like, jokes aside, I do think that that is I had pretty sexy. What The thing on a personal level, what the vacation taught me was that I thought I was in a period of being super stressed out. And what I realized was I need to make major lifestyle changes. I'm yeah. the way that my body and mind felt during that time. I was like, oh, you're not okay. Like, and you haven't yeah. been okay in a while. And like you, mm -hmm. and, and I hate to say this, but like, I say this every time. I'm completely independent. Like, please, patreon.com slash WHGS. I know people have the concept that this is a huge podcast, but we're really not. We're, we're quite, we're not doing three employee level ads. Like, that's not even yeah. anywhere. We're not even doing Ashley by herself on the podcast level ads. So if yeah. you can, I'm really trying to expand. I'm trying to have work-life balance. And I, I, mm -hmm. I, do I sound like I'm begging? I don't want to sound like I'm begging. Well, yeah, you do, but I mean, I understand why. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you need to beg a little bit, like yeah, please, I, I get need it. it. You know, I, I, I hope it. it's just like education for what we're doing here. Like the mm -hmm. gay content just doesn't get the dollars the way the the straight content of a similar size would because of the restrictions True. and because of how advertisers work and like mm -hmm. you know all kinds of stuff. The the constant banning, you know. Yeah. So 
Anyway, that's I don't. Maybe I'll have Alex cut this. I'm gonna mark this right here. I I, I don't. No, sound no, like I think that's begging. good. I feel like you gotta pitch yourself. It's it's right to the pitch meeting. Just keep pitching. Oh, Amen. that's very nice. Do you do you have a Patreon, Bree? Yeah, Patreon.com/slash I can explain podcast. Well, now I feel <laughs> stupid because you barely put anything into that. <laughs> um, but that's my gay sex from this week. Listener, don't miss me when I'm in your city. I'm touring 25 cities this year, and the best way to hear about it is via one text or email a year from me, ashleygavin.com. You can go sign up, and it enters you to win free tickets or even dinner with me anywhere in the U.S. as long as you are over 18 and in the continental U.S., Um, I have an international mailing list, too, for when I start touring Canada and Europe and Australia and stuff like that. AshleyGavin.com. Erica, did you have gay sex this week? I did have gay sex this week. Mine actually goes hand in hand with the vacation. Oh. So, yeah. So pretty much, like, I feel like usually during, like, peak training, sex and, like, school year sex is so different than the vacation sex I usually have because it's, like, I'm like cracking in places that I shouldn't be cracking. So I'll be going, I'm like, oh God, my shoulder. Like, I can't hold myself up anymore. That's so funny because I feel like people usually would envision athletes being like, they're so athletic and strong. Really, you're like, ow, my back. (laughs) No, literally. I'm like, I need need to lay down. You need to go on top. Like, I can't do this. Athletes are actually horrible in bed because they just want to lay there. They're like, you're going to have to take over. I'm on so many muscle relaxants. (laughs) All you can do is lay here. You want me to finger you? It was arm day today. Are you crazy? <laughs> exactly. No, it's true. But yeah. it's, yeah, like, it'll just be, like, peak training. I think, like, I'll be holding myself up and I'll be like, oh, my God, like, my shoulder's cramping. So it has been nice to be able to be in Laguna and, you know, be able to hold myself up. That's been a process in of oh, itself wow. that I'm proud of. And wow. it's a slight goal. The bar is on the ground, but I feel like I've done a pretty good job. I'm like, wow, I can actually have sex now, which is, is great. Your, is your girlfriend noticing? Is your girlfriend giving you any silver medals for? <laughs> no, no silver medals. But she's like, wow, like we're actually, you're actually, you're actually doing it. Like you're holding yourself up. You're actually doing something. This is amazing. Wow. <laughs> I came that time. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God. So are you like top energy now? Because you're like, okay, finally I can deliver. Yeah. Now I can. I actually have the fuel. So I'm like, watch out. I'm not a very (laughs) macho person to begin with, but that's interesting. Do you, and kind of going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, do you feel like, I mean, you're young. I didn't realize how young you are. I don't know why I didn't think of that because all athletes are five. Um, Yeah. it's, It's sort of a big deal actually that all athletes are five. Uh, Because your body can only last so long, as you were just saying. Like, you're putting your body through so much. Like, by the time you're 30, it's like, forget it. You can't even walk down the street. You know what's embarrassing about that is, like, what's the explanation to my hip problem? Because (laughs) I only started working out, like, three years ago. Those couple steps on and off stage, I tell you, they'll get get (laughs) you. Okay, to be fair, I do stand. For really That's long true. periods of time. That's true. This is true. Uh, <laughs> it, it. I mean, it's it's two hours of standing almost every night. <laughs> the bar, Erica, here is standing that we stand sometimes. What if I started doing like you know how you can have a walking desk? You have like a walking stand up <laughs> set. I'm like on a treadmill, like doing my. 
You're like, time is tight. We're all athletes here, Erica, yeah. is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. You're amongst colleagues here. You're so you're what I was saying before is you're a little young, so maybe this question is early because you're when did you come out? I came out when I was sixteen. Okay, wow. Oh, so quite uh, yeah. early in your life. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Did you and mm-hmm. do your parents take it well? Yeah. Yeah, they just knew. It, it just made sense. <laughs> she wants to be a professional swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, it just it just clicked. They're like, yeah. yeah, that the Maya Mitchell posters and the Fifth Harmony posters in your room. Uh, it makes sense. That's oh so funny because I was putting up posters of boys in my room to try and cover up the scent, which is weird because I'm <laughs> so gay. I but what what scent in particular? <laughs> you know, just the teenage pussy that I was getting in my room. <laughs> just all that that lady come. I hate uh, what this has become. You did it. You did that joke. I know. I know I did it. I know. I, I want to apologize to the listeners, including the birders for that I one. don't want to p- apologize because <laughs> I did have sex for the first time when I was 16 and, or sorry, 15. And I'm proud of that. And I don't know if that's okay, tween. Yep. Is that tween? Tween is like 14, ends no. 14, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck tween is. <laughs> I just, Listener. Right in. Let's make us sound as creepy as possible. At what age specifically oh does tween end? This is a I bad tween, idea. Tween ends when you leave middle school. So like 13. Okay. All right. That's fair. See, here we don't have middle school. So I have no concept of that. That I think is wrong. That's a Canadian thing I agree. that I think is wrong. You need a middle school. You need a middle school years. It's too much of a difference in age and what people are doing and what people are into. Like the fact that in grade eight, you're also with grade 12s. Like I think I was like 12 and then yeah. there's like 17 year olds. It's yeah, just it's so big. weird. It's too big. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, Eric, so you came out early. Did you feel ever like because you were an athlete? Well, first of all, do you date? Do you date other athletes? Do you do the the D one dating thing? Yeah. Um. Earlier, like before I got to UT, I was dating swimmers just because it was easier because like they knew where I'd go when I go to bed at eight p.m. and like if I was yeah. gone for four hour increments a day because like you train from five thirty to seven thirty, nap all day, train from like two to four, and then go to weights. So you're pretty much training all day. And Ash so, can relate. She stands for two hours I stand a day. For so two hours a day. <laughs> Not so, every day. She gets it. But it's you know it's the hustle, and so <laughs> it, it was is, nice it to date. Grind, it is the gr- the grind. Don't quit. <laughs> but it was nice to date like swimmers, just because they they knew what it was. But at the end of the day, like I feel like sometimes they know too much about your life, and I kind of yeah. started to veer away from that. So my girlfriend now currently we've been dating for nine months. Nothing to do with sports. Uh, she's totally on like mechanical engineering, pre-med side of school and oh, does good. her orgs. Yeah. Far, 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 far away from swim. And I love it. Yeah. So that's did you good. think when you guys met, do you think that she had expectations or thoughts about, do you think that the athlete thing and the gay thing mm-hmm. ever got kind of confused? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you consider yourself like a toppy person? No, she she's she claims that she got me confused. I thought I was a bottom when I first started dating her. And she's like, I don't think you're a bottom. I You might be a top, babe. And so that it, it my world was shifted 
Oh my god! Well, that's that's the whole thing. You're not a bottom. You're just tired. You're bottom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so true. Because now you're in your calm, relaxed environment, and your truth has come out. Yeah. We've learned. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so now that you're, you know, it's funny because you now you're dating someone who mechanical engineering. Yeah, mechanical engineering and pre med. So Whoa. that's 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 good because the swimming mm-hmm. career what do you do when you're done other than mooch off this girl's future job <laughs> in tech that's what i'm saying well i really fumbled <laughs> the bag by wanting to be a filmmaker so my major is radio television film are you serious yeah that's so that's cool. awesome though. that's so film? cool i want a creative screenplay right for like narrative film that's the big game plan it's the hardest thing wow. possible this is a yeah great, so you it. have really chosen two very difficult career paths yeah i really just wanted to be like what is the most hardest thing to do i'm gonna do that in both aspects are you a hannah burner fan not a big hannah burner fan no oh you should uh she's great she's done the podcast a few times she's a comedian but she was a basically a pro tennis player for a minute she's an amazing amazing person um i love her so a friend a friend of mine we i should introduce you to her um she is not gay uh but now she's you know uh, really doing it in comedy. Um, so I had one other like related to the like this scheduling. Do you feel like now that you're I mean, maybe this is like too personal for me, but like now do you feel like you're out of the swim world? Do or are you out? Of, yeah, when does that when do you decide you're done with that and move into yeah. looking at the film? Because I think that's like that's got to be a really hard decision. My set date, I'm going to go till 2024, go for one more Olympics. Like, my body is going to be capped out by age 24. Yeah. Wow. So I'm going to call it, like, I hurt my shoulder at a swim event literally, like, a few months ago where it was oh open gosh. water. So you're, like, in the ocean and you're swimming. Why are you doing that? Why would anyone do that? <laughs> I don't know. But it's Let's a, stop it's doing a, that. Let's yeah. pull it back on the open water. Yeah. It's a 10K. It's a two, two and a half hour race. And uh, the waves are really big, and I like full on hit my shoulder, and so my wait, shoulder went out. Two and a half hours, as long as I'm standing. That's how long you have to swim. <laughs> yeah. So the longest race I've done is a 25k. That was a five and a half hour race. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. That's no, I've yeah insane. I've done a 25k. Do you think it helps you go down on women? Because I would oh imagine that to some degree you can hold your breath for a really long time, and sometimes with certain women that actually really is important. It's yes, that's True. a skill. And it's also like the like I have stanima. I just cannot hold myself up is the core issue. <laughs> as long as I'm propped up somewhere. <laughs> as long as I'm at a 90 degree angle, I'm moving. <gasps> I have a question. Do you because you're so one with the water? Do you like having sex in the water? No, I because think it's an so opposite funny. thing of like, we are in the water. She's not Moana. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that maybe, you know, that's your like comfortable place. You have the buoyancy of the water. You're, you know. No, see, I think one thing you learn is like. <laughs> She's not a mermaid. This isn't uh what is that? What is that movie with the monster? This isn't a uh, fuck. Uh, Someone give no me the clue. reference. You know, the, the fish monster, the woman fucking oh, the fish oh, monster. Oh, oh, uh, oh, what? All oh, the listeners are, the listeners are so mad right now. They're are so, screaming about it. We got to look um, it up. Oscar nominated. It won the movie. It it's won the Oscars. Drop, Shape of Water. Shape oh, of Water. Yeah. Alex, 
cut and rearrange, but don't cut and rearrange. This isn't a shape of water situation where her girlfriend <laughs> went out to the sea, found this lesbian, this swimming lesbian, <laughs> comes out all murky from her five hour swim, covered in like seaweed and a silver Open medal water. from the Olympics. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to watch that film though. That's uh, that one sounds thing? great. <laughs> yeah, you're like, sign me up. Someone write that one, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like one thing you learn about being in like swim is like the water is disgusting. Cause like we're not allowed to like get out and go to like take a pee break in the middle of practice. So you just pee in the water. Like that's such a normal thing. You everyone's peeing in the pool. It's like everyone's it's, everyone's peeing in the pool. This is like a whole new I no one is talking about this. I, I don't think you understand. Like even in the Olympic pool, like all of us have peed in the Olympic pool. Every single one of us. So there's so much I, piss play going on at the Olympics is what you're trying oh, to tell me. For sure. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. The idea that someone swimming next to Michael Phelps feel a little feels a little bit of warmth and gets hard immediately. <laughs> I guess part of it also is that when you're have you ever had to pee in the middle of a race? No. At that point you're like in like too much like shock and adrenaline's moving too fast. Like you do yeah. not have to pee during your race. But like maybe during the five hour race oh yeah you're peeing during the five hour race open water you're peeing but like in the pool it's a 15 minute race you're not peeing during your race but like warm up warm down you're definitely peeing what about like right before the race when they all dip in to get wet they say it's to get your suit wet but they're actually just peeing in the pool yeah wait what are you serious well like if i you know how like right before your race people like go there's like a special warm-up room where they jump in and jump out i thought that was in the actual pool Oh, for backstroke when you like jump in and then you start. If it's like race time, you're not peeing. But if it's like 30 minutes before your race or like directly after your race, so, you're peeing. Wait, what's happening where you see a, 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 a swimmer plop into the water right before the and then they get back out? What is that? They don't get back out. I'm just making this up. I have no idea what you're talking about. If it's backstroke, which is like the one where you start in the water, they'll jump in and like get like on the ledge and then they I'm push being off gaslit. The what not not actually being <laughs> gaslit, but like something happens. Wait, hold on. I'm going to Google it. What? Like they just get in the water just to like get wet. Maybe they're just jumping in to take a quick pee. That's that's where you everyone can, goes. You splash yourself. Like if you're behind the blocks, you're not jumping in unless you're doing back. I mean, I'm not denying you. You have to be right. I'm wondering what I'm thinking of. Maybe yeah. What are you seeing? A, maybe it's a different room. Maybe it is a different pool. And and it like and NBC is just milking every possible moment of this entire ratings experience, and they're showing the warm up or something. <laughs> do you mean like the, the the splash, or do they fully jump in? I thought they were fully jumping in, but maybe they're just splashing. <laughs> Listener, write in. What am I thinking of? Nobody knows. No. A single soul like I has said, any clue. The, the swimming, the swimming lesbian community is so niche. The swimming lesbian. So I think maybe one person would write in, like a no. singular person would be like, "Oh, people write in about a lot of shit that I thought no one's gonna write in about this." I got a lot of Katie <laughs> Rosenthal haiku this week. My DMs have so many birders pissed off. <laughs> people are people here are serious about the things you say. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, on podcasts, people take it because. They get you once a week, but it's such an intimate experience. Mm. And it truly is an intimate experience, but they forget about the other 24, 23 hours and six days of the week. 
where mm-hmm. I might have been talking to a friend, like being like, ah, the birding thing might have been a little harsh. Whoopsie. And then we, you know what I mean? They forget about, oh, yeah. I was just mad. You know, so they don't hear what. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we love you. We love everybody here. We love the people who pee in the pool for fun. We love in the people who pee in the pool sexually. We love the birders. Mm. We love everybody. <laughs> Erica, that was great gay sex. And the pee revelation is amazing. It's game changing. I think we might have to call this episode Erica and the pee revelation. Or Erica pees in the pool. That, Erica that works pees in too. the pool. That's I do. I do. Let, let that be known. <laughs> um, can we go to Brie? Yeah. yeah. All right, Bree, did you have gay sex this week? I did, but I want to talk to you about a little follow-up because my sister had her <gasps> baby. I said nothing about it. We got onto this call. I didn't say a <laughs> fucking word, and I knew oh, the you're whole good. time. And I'm so happy for you because I have been watching mm-hmm. all of your stories about your sister, yeah. and me and my sister are really, really close, so yeah. I know I would have been doing the exact same thing. And my sister, like yours, is straight. Um, yeah and but she doesn't want to have a baby so I'm a little I'm actually a little bit bummed about that so you're living through me with the living through you yeah you're gaunt you're a gay aunt I'm so excited about it Erica I can't even explain to you like it's it's borderline obsessive at this point how excited I am like Ash has seen this unfold but I was literally okay so my sister her due date was in like another three and a bit weeks. Okay. So we did not think in any way that she was going to be having a baby this past week. And this past week happened to be Vancouver pride. So the the baby, that is a gay baby. I was already going to try and make sure that the baby was gay, like bring over gay books, like gay podcasts, constantly playing like white noise in the background just to like infiltrate the gay agenda is strong Some from the jump. Some people do call this podcast white noise, um, especially when, <laughs> especially when Erica is on and she is definitely just totally white. As she said. <laughs> like we said, totally white noise. I can't. Um, so. <laughs> the expectation was not there that my sister was going to be having this baby. And we go pretty hard for Vancouver Pride. There's so many different events, particularly events that are centered around queer women, um, non-binary folks. Like It's a really great space for people that are looking for spaces outside of just like cis, gay, male spaces. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Everyone really looks forward to it. And like we have our whole schedule set. So anyways, Saturday, I'm at an event. And I see that my mom's calling me. And immediately when I saw that my mom was calling me, I was like, oh my gosh, my sister's having her baby. Because my mom knows when Vancouver Pride's going on, I'm basically on vacation. Like, no one needs to call me. Your mom's like, I'm an ally. That's I'm so off the grid. Yes. <laughs> that is, she's on it. Yeah. So she called and she was like, Brooke thinks her water just broke. And I was like, oh my God. I am literally in a parking thinks, lot with porta potties. Just broken. Was she in the pool and not sure? <laughs> well, she, th- yeah. She Maybe thought, no, peeing? she thought she might have been peeing her pants. And apparently, this is like a very common thing. You're not sure if your water broke or if you just like pissed yourself. So, and they tell you to lay down. And if it stops when you lay down, then you're not peeing. Your water broke because when you stand back up, if it cu- starts coming out again, it's because of gravity, not because you're peeing. I feel like I know what peeing feels like. You'd think, but I mean, I, I thought that too. But then now after like hearing so many pregnant women say that they relate to that, I was like, I guess this is just a thing that I think everything gets so like 
all over the map down there that you don't really know what the fuck's going on anymore. I mean, your organs are rearranged. Yeah, that is we I have so much respect for people who have gone through. Pregnancy. Yeah, like it is. It's wild. It's wild. It, it is. It's crazy fucked up what happens to you. It's not oh, OK. Yeah. We need to find it's a not, way. I agree. It's, yeah, no, we, we need to talk about that. That's not okay. It's inappropriate. I totally agree. I totally agree. So um, I get this call and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, like, what do I do? I talked to my sister on FaceTime. She's like, okay, I am at the hospital. They've confirmed my water's broke. Um, but I don't think it's going to be for like another like 10 hours. At this point, it's like six o'clock. So she's like, it's probably going to be sometime early morning. Um, so don't worry about it. Like, have fun. And then like, I'll see you tomorrow kind of thing. I'm like, okay. So obviously I'm checking in. I'm checking my phone and all this stuff. And we go to this next event, which is a, a show, a drag show at... Um, another queer space and we go in and I'm watching this performers and one of my my favorite drag performer comes on and they're a non-binary drag performer Rose Butch look them up on Instagram they're incredible Rose.Butch right um and they're just super talented and cool and awesome and just a great person anyways so I'm so excited to see their performance um because they always just nail it and they come on stage and like you can't make this fucking shit up. They come on stage and their performance is them birthing. Like they come on stage pregnant and they're birthing a giant balloon that then they pop into the trans colors and their whole like performance is, is about trans. a birth. The kid is And trans. I was like I was watching this and I was like oh my gosh, how wild is this that I'm watching a drag performer like give birth on stage? I look down at my phone right after the performance ends and it's a text from my dad saying, Brooke just gave birth. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. And you're like, I know, I saw the whole thing. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was a bit like it was a fever dream i'm like what is happening right now keep in mind i've been drinking all day in the sun so i'm dr- so i'm also drunk at this not point sure what part of this is real or not real you're like am i seeing a drag performance right now was that a balloon I'm, was that a baby what is going seriously on? i'm pinching myself i'm like did i just witness the birth of my like sister's <laughs> baby in some weird like universe like subplot way like i was so confused i literally started crying immediately because i was so excited yeah Yeah. and i ran out of the bar just sobbing my eyes out (laughs) and i was like and as i was running out of the bar the next drag performer had come on stage and was lip syncing to techno music like just the sounds of the electronic dance music (laughs) And I was like, the contrast here is alarming. Like, I'm out at 1 a.m. at, at like, some warehouse. It's at that point where you're like, my sister did not give birth. I am fully, I am fully hallucinating. (laughs) No, literally, I'm questioning my existence at this point. I'm like, what is going on? Meanwhile, my sister is, like, delivering my parents' uh, grandchild into this world. And I'm like, hold on. I'm just at a warehouse in the middle of nowhere watching a drag performer give birth to a balloon. We are delinquents. (laughs) We are delinquents. Everyone's like, gay people are disgusting. And we're like, actually, yeah. 
I'm yeah. not true. I'm like, that's such a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah. So it was quite the contrast of just lifestyles going on, but in a weird way, also just like felt very connective to what was there were, going there on. Parallels. Parallels yeah. while being polar opposite. Exactly. So it was it was just a wild experience. So, anyways, then the next morning I got to meet this like perfect beautiful creature that is my sister's baby named Blake and my sister's healthy everyone's healthy baby's healthy so it was very exciting but it was it was pretty hilarious that of course it happened during pride weekend while I was watching a drag performer give birth to a balloon so at this moment in time right now yeah does Blake have a sex Yes. Yes. So as of now, she's she, her female until further notice, unless we hear, unless we hear otherwise. Blake comes out as a balloon. (laughs) You're like, yep, that makes sense. I saw this one coming. I'm I'm using uh, pop pops pronouns. Um, (laughs) I'm using uh, and and I'm I'm using helium. My name's helium now. And I'm. Uh, oh my god that is so funny no it's it was wild i was like of all the drag performances i've ever seen what are the fucking odds that while my sister is quite literally giving birth like i wish i had the exact time stamps because i want to know like how far off the balloon was birthed from blake (laughs) i want to know like how many how many minutes different was differing that that experience because we have blake (laughs) We have Blake, so I've got to look back. The performer da- taped the performance, so I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm going oh, to DM. Sure. I'm going to be like, I need a timestamp. DM Rose Butch. Everyone, DM listener, yes. write into Rose Butch. Ask for the exact timestamp of the moment that the balloon crowned. Yes. And At rose.butch. Just right. say, Brianne sent me here, and we need some information about the balloon birth. <laughs> They will they will be afraid, but they will understand. Um oh my god, I love it. Is is Rose Butch very popular? Yes, very popular. I would say like one of the most popular drag performers in the Vancouver area. They're incredibly talented. So like jokes aside, you should just go follow and watch what they do because I think they've got big things coming. But um first ask them for the timestamp of their balloon birthing so and that jokes we can not aside because they are big uh, you're we're gonna need a lot of dms in there to get attention so go <laughs> ahead and really just blow slide it up. in <laughs> um well this was a wonderful episode i had a lot of fun and i this learned a so lot fun. i learned a ton mm-hmm, about peeing good. in the pool mm-hmm. i feel and better swimming. about the fact that i pee in the pool now i feel oh, yeah. better about the fact that i pee in the pool we can now all come out we can finally be like listen i'm an athlete Come out of pool piers. I'm at an all-inclusive resort in, like, Mexico. (laughs) I've taken 10 steps total in three days. I'm like, listen, I'm an athlete. Listen, I stood for two hours last (laughs) night. I got to pee in this pool. (laughs) I'm tired. I can't finger my girlfriend properly unless I pee in this pool. (laughs) All right. Well, let's do butt plugs, as we call them. Uh... Erica, you are you're going to be a filmmaker, so you really actually quite need the. If you were, you know, not just an athlete, but if you if athletics was the long term thing, I don't think just it would an Olympic athlete. It, it matters <laughs> that you're the best at at what you do, but in our stupid field, you actually need followers and supporters and stuff like that. Yeah, because this industry is backwards and it's not based on talent. Um, so where can people find you, and what are you working on? Yeah, so right now I'm just going to school, being a student, 
uh, not doing much. I'm working with Team Speedo, creating a few pride campaigns there, filming some commercials and stuff for them. Um, and you can see those at erica.sully on Instagram. That's my big one. Awesome. And thank you so much, Bree. Anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah, because I might not be back for a while. Oh I gosh. know. I'm a little sad. This, so sad. this, this was such so a fun. chaotic day to end the Breezin on. <laughs> no, and thank you to all your listeners. They are truly amazing. And uh, you can check out my other podcast at I Can Explain Podcast. And you can find me everywhere at Brianne Williamson. Um, And Bree's the best. Uh, And, you know, Tour, sign up for the text list, patreon.com slash WHGS bonus episodes and to really um, push this to the next level. I really want to put out a comedy special for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, that's what we're, we're really focusing on right now. Uh, okay. We have 15 minutes till the next recording, so we're going to go. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. One more time, we're moving into a dedicated studio. We are producing a special. We're producing more YouTube content, and we're getting that bonus content ramped up for you guys. So if you haven't decided to donate, now is the time. We have a sale on the annual subscriptions, patreon.com slash WHGS, and please check out my tour dates. And if you have been donating, thank you so much. I really couldn't do this without you. Truly, I love you so much. Gay thought! What are the events at the bottom Olympics? If you were a bottom, an Olympic level bottom, what are you winning your gold medal for? Is it the, uh, is it powerlifting? Is it the clean and jerk? Is it getting that deep squat on? Is it that little, the coxswain and rowing? Are you just, are you just cheering on your top to keep pounding to the beat of your drum, you little bottom? Right in! Tell me about the bottom Olympics, bottom nation. Uh, I hope you have a really great week this week. Um, I know I've been feeling pretty good. And a lot of that is because of you guys and the nice things that you say and the, our little special parasocial relationship. I love hearing from you. Um, and I hope if things are going well for you, I hope they stay good. And if not, I hope they, I hope they get better.